Visitors who come to the museum to see Robert the doll, and many do, must ask his permission before they take a photograph. Because if they don't, strange things tend to happen. Dear Robert, I'm writing to apologize to you for taking so many pictures without asking your permission. I've read hundreds of letters that people have sent to Robert asking him to remove a curse or to forgive them. Since our visit to the museum, we've been under a dark cloud. There's weird stories about deer. When driving back from the Keys, a deer ran out in front of our car. We almost hit a tree. Hearing giggling from somebody holding the doorknob when nobody's in the house. Last night, I was home all alone. I heard a voice coming from the basement. It was Robert. At first, all David knew about Robert were the rumors he'd heard around town. That the doll had belonged to the original owners of the artist house, the Ottos. One of the early stories that I heard about Robert uh, was that he was created by a servant of the family who had been mistreated, and that there was some kind of voodoo involved. Somebody started saying that he was the inspiration for Chucky. I am Chucky, the killer dog, and I dig it! He was not the inspiration for Chucky. You know, I I wanted people to know the facts about the doll because I did want to dispel a lot of these legends. David decided to set the record straight on Robert the doll. He started doing research. There were six boxes of Otto family archives. So I just uncovered this treasure trove. Gene Otto was born in 1900 in Key West. His father was a doctor. When he was five years old, Gene received the doll as a gift. Gene's real name was Robert Eugene Otto. When he got the doll... Um, he gave it his own name. The sailor suit that he wears was uh, a suit that Gene Otto had as a child. So Gene actually ended up dressing the doll in his own clothes. There was this bizarre attraction that he had with the doll. Um, They were inseparable. It was clear even then that Robert was no ordinary doll. His parents would leave him playing with the doll and they'd hear two distinct voices coming from the room. And whenever something happened, you know, something was broken, if uh, something that kids would get in trouble for, Gene would say, I didn't do it, Robert did it. But eventually, Gene grew up and left childish things behind. He became a painter and moved to Paris joining a group of expatriates like Ernest Hemingway and Gertrude Stein. There are some great pictures of him in France where he was wearing a beret and he just looked like he had the world at his hands. In France, Jean met another young American. Her name was Annette. She also went by Anne. She was a concert pianist. Annette was strikingly beautiful. She stole the scene in any room that she walked into. She was glamorous, she was funny, she was smart. 